How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me, Juliana Hever. How's it going, Juliana? Great. How you doing, Brad? Very good. Thank you for being on our show. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's talk about just plant-based diet just in general. Um, and what was the one book you wrote? Uh, yeah, just plant-based nutrition idiots guide, or is that is that from the company Idiots Guide? And you did one under their name. Very cool. Yeah, they hired me to write the one on. Well, it was vegan nutrition, but we changed it to plant-based. And then I've actually done a second version. We did a second edition of it a couple of years ago and um, it sold over a hundred thousand copies, this book oh. overall. So it just is like, people are really interested in eating more plants. And I think it's very timely. Things have changed a lot since I started this in the last 15, 17 years, things have changed tremendously. Awesome. So let's, let's go through some of that stuff. What's, what's some of the bullet points from your book or your coaching sessions, you know, not to give away everything, but what's, what's kind of the, you know, do you have a, like a checklist of what people should, how to start or you know, what, what they should be looking for in their diet? Yeah. I mean, there's so I can, where do I begin? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's where to start, I guess, where you would say someone to start, if they really want to make a difference, it would be like starting to incorporate new foods. Like I say, it's like learning a new language, right? Mm-hmm. You're like new ingredients. Like maybe you have never tried, you know, caviar lentils or wild rice or millet or something like that. And it's like adding these different ingredients into your life. It's really exciting. You know, you're just eliminating seven things, really what meat, dairy, eggs, chicken. It's like not that many things, like seven things, but you're adding this whole repertoire of deliciousness. Like there's no shortage of options of ways to make delicious food from whole plant foods. So the first thing is to start learning new ingredients and start, start with recipes. Like I would say, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's now, especially now when I did this, there was no Google, but now there's like thousands of recipes at your fingertips and to meet any palate. So find something you love or that sounds good. Maybe it's something that's familiar because most of us grew up eating certain plant-based things. We just didn't think of them as plant-based, like you know, pasta primavera or a bean and rice burrito or oatmeal, (laughs) you know, like there's certain things that are just inherently plant-based. We just never kind of thought about it like that. So start with what's familiar and then look for something that sounds delicious. And then if it sounds really good, try making it. It's already been kind of figured out for you. And then if you love it, great, save it in a pile. That's how I started. I put a big heart on it, put it in a pile. And then the ones I didn't like, I either modified or I just threw it away and went to the next one. And there's so many options. So the first thing is just Build your repertoire. You know, most of us. What? Get a cookbook. It sounds like just start with that. Yeah. It's so easy. It's already been figured out and you'll know what sounds good to you. And it can be very simple and it can be very more gourmet. If you love to cook, there's like, there's no, you don't have to be a very good cook and you don't have to spend a lot of money. You could do it on a, absolutely on a budget and you could do it absolutely simply. You could heat up some frozen brown rice, open up a can of beans and have some salad with salsa and have a whole, you know, bowl, you know, so many easy things that you could just whip up. So you don't need any special talents or skills or experience or culinary school or anything like that. Um, So just find things you love. And then, you know, most of us are creatures of habit. Most of us eat the same breakfast you know, we, we alternate maybe between one or two different breakfasts, maybe three or four different lunches, maybe five or six different dinners a week. So we really only need to find 10 recipes, let's say that we yeah. love and that's it. That's all you have to do. Very cool. Um, and what's, uh, besides like some of the benefits of going plant-based, obviously lower blood pressure. I've just witnessed that myself. 
um, cholesterol, you know, preventative heart disease. Um, I remember seeing a couple, uh, I don't know if they were vegetarian or vegan or maybe a mixed combo, like show documentaries done on Netflix and just talking about just the inflammation of, you know, all the other diets and how plant-based helps with that. Is there, can you elaborate a little bit on that and the kind of the science behind why even going plant-based? Yes. There's so many interesting things on this. First of all, yeah, it's the only diet, like I said before, that's reversed, actually reversed advanced stage cardiovascular disease. People that were really so far advanced that they didn't think that there was any way to recover and they've been able to heal their arteries, which is extraordinary. Amazing. Same with type two diabetes. We get people off their insulin and you know they taper down blood pressure, high cholesterol for sure, hyperglycemia. So if you're just pre-diabetes, it's a great way to reverse that whole process, which is, it's an awful downward spiral because you start with just, you know, a little bit of diabetes can end up with, you know, kidney disease and eye disease and cardiovascular disease. So it's good to, you know, stop it as fast as you can, but you know, most disease processes start from inflammation. Yep. And because plants are extraordinarily anti-inflammatory, they have a host of fibers and phytonutrients that are able to eradicate inflammation. And they also have all these other wonderful properties being antimicrobial, anti-oxidative, um, like all sorts of wonderful things that are very immune supportive. So all of the, all of these different things that only plants have, only plants have phytonutrients by definition and fiber. Those are the two most health promoting under appreciated nutrients. Like forget carbs, protein, and fat. That's all meaningless, totally irrelevant to the conversation. All mm -hmm. it does is confuse people. Really. I want people to focus on getting more phytonutrients and fiber. And that just comes from eating more plants. Yep. How about, uh, you know, the amino acid profile? I know if you're going vegetarian or vegan, you know, you got to really watch, you know, getting a variety of uh, plants and to be able to get some of those aminos that some foods that you like may be lacking. What's, is there truth to that? Or do you have to really worry about it? Protein is so overemphasized and it's, I think it's one of the reasons people get into problems because they're chasing more protein mm -hmm. and we don't need more protein. In fact, the health span and longevity research shows that the only way from a dietary perspective that we've ever decreased, I mean, increased longevity and health span is with dietary restriction without malnutrition, specifically essential amino acid restriction. Mm -hmm. So less may be more when it comes to protein and you can get plenty of amino acids from plants. You know, we don't need to have the whole protein. Our body's going to break it up as soon as we chew it and digest it, breaks it down to the amino acids anyway, and then our body pulls it and then strings it back together to make a fingernail or an organ or whatever it needs to, to yeah. create with those amino acids. But our bodies are incredibly efficient. So we need some protein, but we don't need a lot of protein. Like we don't need yeah. to like chase it and protein shakes and protein bars and protein, 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 protein. And it's so funny because still people get, this is the number one thing that gets people really riled up when you talk about diet. And it's all about just not, we don't need to worry about it so much. We need to eat whole plant foods. The only way to not get enough protein on a plant-based diet is if you're eating refined, highly processed foods, you know, yeah. sugars and oils and all that stuff, but not if you're eating whole foods. And then besides aminos, like vitamins, minerals, same thing, you don't really need to worry about it. Well, that's a little different because no matter what you're eating, no matter what your diet is, everyone needs to be mindful. There's no perfect diet. Like you're not yeah, getting hundred yeah. percent DRI of everything. Okay. So I talk about the nutrients on a plant-based diet in terms of the notable nutrients that are unique to a plant-based diet. And those are vitamins B12 D, which is actually not just plant-based diet. That's everyone, but vitamins B12 D K2 iodine zinc, 
And then one macronutrient would be the long chain omega-3 fatty acids, um, DHA and EPA. Mm -hmm. So those are things, there's different reasons we can go into if you want to, but there's different reasons that those need to be mindful of on a plant-based diet. But other than that, everything's really super easy to get. But same things you'd have to be mindful on a, you know, keto diet. No, on a keto diet, you're going to have to be really careful about folate, vitamin C, fiber. Like there's a lot of other things that you're going to be missing. So in other words, no matter what you're eating, you have to kind of be mindful of what you're on. Yeah. Yeah. So best, best course of that is, you know, educate yourself and usually a variety and whatever diet you're doing will take care of that. Not always, but sometimes, like I would say that with a plant-based diet specifically, and again, people say they're on a keto diet, but a keto diet isn't even defined. Everyone's mm-hmm. got a different version of that and everyone's yeah. kind of making their own, you know, making up their own rules. And so you just need to be mindful of what you're eating and what you need to get. And it's good to kind of like do an analysis and, and be really pay attention. Mm-hmm. And as far as being on a plant-based diet is, you know, in my eyes, you know, some people are like, well, I don't want to try it because I don't want to go seven days a week with it. And I'm like, who said you had to go seven days? I mean, there's exactly what I'm doing, right? There's benefit in going five days perfectly clean. And yeah, I got a couple, couple cheat days in there, but I'm already getting the benefits from it. Obviously you get more if you stay on it, but some people who just start slowly giving up some of these, you know, meat products, animal products can see, you know, big, uh, big improvements, I'm sure. Correct. Yeah. I'm, I'm an advocate of just eating more plants. And yes, you know, if you're, if you're substituting out some of the highly processed or animal product foods with more plant foods, and you're getting a variety of those really healthy foods that I, I call it the six daily threes that I've prioritized nutritionally, like legumes, mm-hmm. um, leafy green and cruciferous vegetables, other colored veggies, fruits, mushrooms, nuts, and seeds. If you're incorporating more of that and then substituting that stuff out, it's a win-win situation. Cause you're a decreasing the other foods that are not really serving you. And you're increasing the things that are loaded with all of this fabulous nutrition. That's going to help you stay healthy. So it's kind of like a dual way of making it better. So I always say that every bite matters. Gotcha. And uh, you were mentioning something about a cookbook. Is that part of one of your books or is that like an online PDF that you give out? Well, I have seven books and they're all nutrition and diet. So my last book, Healthspan Solution is a hundred recipes, but it's a lot of science packed into the first few chapters, like crazy science and like 200 plus references. So we kind of got really geeky in that. And this next book, Choose You Now Diet, they're all, they all have recipes. But the new book is also, it's a cookbook, 75 recipes, but it's also a big, it's a whole diet plan and mindfulness activities and all of that stuff. So it's kind of like, it's a holistic approach, but it also gives you the recipes that you could use on your journey to eating more plants. Very cool. Um, so Juliana, what's the, what's the best way uh, some of our listeners can get a hold of you? Are you on social media, LinkedIn, uh, website? Why don't you tell them? Yes. Thank you. I'm at plantbaseddietitian.com. So if you go to plantbaseddietitian.com, you can find all my social media, but I'm on all of them. I'm on Instagram as Juliana Hever and Facebook as plant-based dietitian and Twitter as plant dietitian. And my name also for YouTube, Juliana Hever. Awesome. And uh, everyone knows I'll I'll put the, all the links in the descriptions to the podcast on uh, Spotify and Apple, so they can just click on it and get there too. So um, but Juliana, thank you for being on our show it was a treat and I wanted to get someone in the plant-based world and you were, you were the perfect fit. Thank you so much, Brad. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you.